Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Oh, here we go again. 2022, the Community of Principles podcast is back. Um, I'm Ben Gilpin, and I'm excited to have our new guest from all the way up from the Upper Peninsula. Uh, We're going to get to Dr. Travis Smith here in just a moment. Before we get to that, as everybody has turned the calendars to 2022, a couple of quick things, everybody. You know, some people are picking one word. Some people have resolutions. Some people have goals. And oftentimes those last for four, maybe five weeks. And then they just kind of peter out. I'm encouraging all of you set a goal, have something that you can kind of hang your hat on for a long period of time to help you be the best you can be. And without any further ado, Dr. Travis Smith, welcome on. Glad to be here, Ben. Thanks for having me. So you're up in the Upper Peninsula, and I got to tell you, it has not been easy to get administrators from the UP onto a Community of Principles podcast. So number one, thank you for joining us. And not only thank you for joining us, thank you for joining us on a snow day. Absolutely. Well, glad to be here. Like I said, Ben, and uh, and a shout out to Julie Peterson, who's principal at uh, Lakeview in Nagani, which is right up the hill from us uh, to the west. So she made the connection between you and I, and, and here I am. So, and it is a snow day. In fact, uh, as principals know, snow days are cold. So I, I was able to get into work early and get a lot done without uh, too many disruptions. But when I got home, I, I came back to uh, eight to 10 inches of snow. And and now the weather has really started. So it, it could get pretty nasty out there. So as my second grade daughter said when I walked in the door, she said, what do you think? We'll have a second snow day. So maybe that will be a 2022 <laughs> blessing. Oh, I, and I know, <laughs> you know, when you're young, kids love those snow days. And the thing is, the adults do too. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, I do know that even one day allows you a little bit of that catch up period that we all crave and love. So good for you. Well, Travis, so tell us, tell us where you currently are and how did you get there? So I am currently the principal of Cherry Creek Elementary School, which is part of Market Area Public Schools. So we are the largest school district north of Traverse City. And I've had quite a winding road and and I could talk for a lot longer than this uh, podcast has. But in short, I grew up in Williamston, Michigan, which is uh, just east of Lansing. And I went to Grand Valley for undergrad and for my master's. I met my wife at Grand Valley. She's also a teacher. And then I I taught as a high school special education teacher for three years at Cedar Springs Public Schools by Grand Rapids. Then my wife and I moved abroad and I was a general education teacher at the middle school level, uh, teaching students uh, math and science in the countries of Latvia and Indonesia. And in fact, when we were in Indonesia, our school was nicknamed the most remote international school in the world. So we literally took a helicopter to our town on top of a mountain. We lived there for a couple months. We take a helicopter back down, go on vacation and repeat. So that was a pretty wild adventure. And then in 2010, we came back to the States and we ended up in Marquette, which is my wife's hometown. And, and this has been home ever since. So I moved back uh, to the special education side of things as a teacher for four years at the middle school level. And then for the past eight years, I have uh, been a principal at Cherry Creek. Uh, you know, quite frankly, I didn't think you could get more remote than the UP. But then you, <laughs> hearing that you have to take 
a helicopter to get, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, pretty darn remote right there. It was absolutely wild. You are clearly, you embrace off the beaten path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's all sorts of uh, advantages of, of living in the UP. And, and after having lived in Indonesia, uh, I certainly don't take uh, some things for granted either. I absolutely get that. Well, we've already heard a couple of things that probably most people don't know about Travis, but question number one really focuses in on a little bit more about you. What are two things that most people don't know about Dr. Travis Smith? That's a, that's a great <laughs> question, Ben. And I think it all depends really on, as you know, like where do people know you in, in your life? Are they childhood friends or college friends? And um, as, as you mentioned, I, I do have a doctorate. Uh, I did uh, get an EDS from Northern Michigan University and my doctor from Central. Uh, but in my early days, I grew up on a farm. And uh, like I mentioned, I did live abroad. Uh, something that's unique that probably most people don't know is that I rode my bicycle across the United States in 40 days. So uh, a friend and I, who is a, a teaching colleague here in Marquette, we rode about 4,000 miles in 40 days. And, and had a great time. And uh, maybe the only regret is we wish we would have taken longer to stop and smell the roses and get to know folks a little bit more, but had a great time. And then uh, maybe something else that uh, probably a lot of people uh, outside of the UP don't know is at the start of the pandemic, I was uh, tabbed by the Whitmer administration. And I was on the, the state of Michigan return to school advisory council. And then the uh, uh, the Student Recovery Advisory Council as well. So those are two pretty unique experiences uh, that I had uh, being a part of those councils. I was the only educator from the UP and one of two principals as well. And we were able to work with some fantastic folks in, in higher ed and in the medical field and, and in business and beyond and, and have some really solid conversations about how to not only bring students back to school at one point, but also how to to educate students through the lens of a pandemic as well. Good for you. Now, so there is a, a connection. And interestingly enough, I have a colleague, Josh Smith, um, no relation to you, I don't believe. He was actually on that uh, council as well. So small world. He's, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's down here at Western. That's where I'm located currently. And so, yeah, small world. And you both have the same last name too. And I wondered if you if you knew him. I, I knew that connection with Western, so that's that's good to hear. Please tell him I said hello. I will. Yeah, Josh has come over. He's been at Warner uh, multiple times. He's done some parent talks, and he actually sees my uh, my youngest kid up at the high school quite a bit. So, yeah, how about that? Now, I, let's go back to this biking across the United States in 40 days. I, I, you know, all I can think about is the scene from Forrest Gump when he finishes and it's like, and he, and what does he say? I'm tired. I mean, if you're biking that many miles a day and you get across the United States in 40 days, you had to be flat out tired. We were flat out tired, but it, what was amazing was the amount of food that, that we could consume <laughs> and trying to try to dig back into the brain archives. But one day in Montana, and we're doing at this point, we're doing over 100 miles a day, of course, fully loaded. And uh, and we stopped at a McDonald's and I had something like it was like two double cheeseburgers, two McChickens, a salad, a large fry, you know, the cherry turnover and two Gatorades. And then we rode 40 miles and we did it all over again. So it was <laughs> it was seafood, eat it and uh, yep. and keep on riding. So it was it was a great time. Good for you, though. I mean. You did it. 
I, and you know, I love the reflection on your part saying you should have maybe taken a little more time, smelled the roses, but the thing is you did it. And I think there's a lot of people that, um, you know, they think about those adventures, but then they never actually do it. So I, I applaud you. Thanks, Ben. And in fact, my friend and I, we, who he lives in California now, and we talk about that experience. So we, we're still kind of in awe of it a little bit and we, and we can't believe we actually did that. And of course we had huge support from our families to, to make that happen. But I will say that one thing that was, was key. And I talk about this with, with colleagues who are pursuing graduate school is I actually take this map and, and there was like a series of 13 maps that we used to get across the U S but each one of those maps were broken down into like eight or 12 different sections and, and so what we would do is we would only look at the section for that day and we'd plan out our day. And then that night, we'd only look at the next section and we never look beyond that, that one whole map. And we certainly did not look at the other 12 maps of that series. And it's, it's kind of like that old adage, like, how do you eat an elephant? Well, it's one bite at a time. And that's really what it was. We knew that we had a goal for the day, give or take with our mileage. And if we were in that range, we would be on course to, to finish our goal. And then we never looked too far ahead because if we did, it would be too overwhelming for us. And, and uh, once the further we went, the more confidence we uh, were able to, to build upon and, and we made it. Oh, I love it. Good story there. Okay, so shifting to question number two, Travis, what's a current issue that you are dealing with? So I, we're all dealing with these these uh, issues through the lens of COVID right now. And, and I had a Zoom call earlier this year with MEMSPA uh, President Mike Tomogoski and, and uh, State and Federal Relations Co-Chair Dr. David Simpson. And, and it was interesting uh, as, as Mike's coming from the Metro Detroit area and, and David from uh, the Grand Rapids area. And, and those two guys like immediately started talking about the, the mental health concern that they had for their their staff and for their students. And I didn't really say much at first because I think I was maybe a little surprised that it wasn't just me. And it was really reassuring to hear that these other fantastic educators and, and building leaders are are experiencing the same thing that that I'm experiencing at that time. And and then fast forward a couple months uh, to Traverse City at the Mensba conference, and you have hundreds and hundreds of administrators in the same room. And to hear that we're all trying to work through uh, these same you know, situations and problems and challenges, then it's, it's not just um, urban, suburban, or rural. It's not limited to uh, the lower peninsula, upper peninsula. We are all in this, um, again, facing these same challenges. And so, again, that was very reassuring. And so that's, you know, those are issues that I continue to deal with. And I know that you are and, and we all are, but we're, we're making it and we're making it together. Absolutely. And I thought it was, you know, I think in some way, shape or form, multiple keynote speakers at the annual conference talked about the mental health piece, which I think is critical. And, and, you know, I do know from looking at, at statistics and, and listening and, and just uh, reading that, um, depression seems to be higher in some of the most remote areas. You know, I, I know that uh, Alaska, Alaska has a very high rate for um, depression and suicide. And I'm not, not necessarily comparing the UP to Alaska, but you are more remote in the UP than, than the lower peninsula is. And that's just, that just is a simple fact. However, I think you do have 
Marquette is fairly populated. So maybe you don't see it as much in Marquette, but maybe you see it in some of the outlying areas. Yeah. And unfortunately, even though we do have a large population here, we still have a, a dearth of mental health services um, like, like everywhere else in rural America. And uh, it's, it's really difficult to, to have students get the support they need. And it's not unheard of for students to, to have to go to Saginaw or Grand Rapids or, or Milwaukee to get the, the proper services that they need because we just do not have them. And for, for adults, may they be colleagues or not, uh, just having access to uh, quality counseling is limited. We have fabulous um, mental health care providers here in our community. And so we are, again, we're fortunate to be uh, in, in Marquette, but uh, a lot of folks are not taking patients anymore either because they are at capacity as well. So it is a challenge. And with the snow and the lack of daylight, uh, one thing that uh, my, my wife and I, we make sure that we are staying active as well. And that's something that you do find in the community. Marquette is a very active community. And uh, in fact, it reminds me a lot of like Bend, Oregon, for example, and those other places where people are very active and, and they are here in the winter as well. So that's something that, that we do just to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves physically, but, but maybe more so mentally as well. Good for you. Well, let's go to question three. What's, um, Travis, what's a victory that's happened in the last uh, 12, 12 months or so? So a, a couple different victories, I would say one is, is attending the Mensa conference physically. So yeah. I attended last year virtually, and that was actually the first time I had, had ever been a part of it. And I knew that I would had to go back and I was so happy to go uh, physically or face to face and make those connections with uh, folks like yourself and to hear those keynote speakers. And, and it, it was great just to just be surrounded by that energy and, and, uh, and positivity and, and pick up some great things. So that was a victory. Um, but also, again, through the lens of COVID is, is here in Marquette, we're, we're still here. We're still learning face-to-face. Uh, we do have, we have had a mask mandate uh, at the K-6 level uh, at the, since the beginning of the school year. So that was really important uh, the, the keeping us in, in, uh, in school as well. But uh, we've been face-to-face and, and kids are learning and I think we're, we're better off for it. I would agree with that completely. I'm trying to be as healthy as possible, but also also acknowledging, as you mentioned earlier, that mental health piece and having kids face-to-face definitely allows us to at least give them more of that assistance. Well, that brings us to our last question, Travis. The theme all year with season five and our community of principals has been hashtag you matter. And first off, I, I just am grateful to have you on here as a representative from the Upper Peninsula. That's a big deal to me. But it also, it, it's great just to get to know you. You know, I'm glad that uh, Julie had our paths cross and it's been, it's been a delight just getting to know you. And I had no idea some of these things. So you've enlightened me and this is a great connection for me. But that brings us to our last question. With it being hashtag you matter, what's one thing that Travis does for Travis? Okay, so you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, uh, you talked about New Year's resolutions and that people often quit those. So a New Year's resolution that I made several years ago was to start running at least a mile a day. And so I did that and then I didn't stop for 1,466 days. And unfortunately, I was I was sick at the beginning of the school year and I had to spend uh, a day in the hospital 
Um, and my, and I, when I got out, I wanted to run, but my wife said, absolutely not. So my uh, street came to an end, but for me, it, it is being active. Like I've mentioned before. So last uh, January, I did set a goal of running a thousand miles in the calendar year. And I did that. I ran 1,021 for 2021. And, uh, and I also completed a, a half Ironman. That was my first triathlon ever. So my goal this year, I've signed up for the Madison, Wisconsin Ironman in September. So I will do that. And uh, my goal is to complete that, that mission and stay healthy and, and, and uh, fulfill a major life goal as well. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's and great and good for you on setting the goals. Again, you know, I still, and I realize when people are listening to this, they're not going to see necessarily the picture of Travis, but I feel like you could just grow the Forrest Gump beard, put on the trucker hat and, <laughs> and, and I could, I could call you Forrest Gump between your biking and now you're running. Um, and from one fellow runner to another, having a running streak, you know, it becomes, it becomes a passion. It does. I remember trying to run at least a mile a day when I got started and my goal was for one calendar year, I was going to run one mile a day and I achieved that. And, and that really springboarded me into more physical fitness, which I think has been a good thing for me. But I also think that there's a lot of people you, and you mentioned it already that benefit not only from the physical activity, but it also helps their mental health as well. But I also love the fact that you set goals and you and you're looking at you're looking at how you can achieve those goals and whether it's one day at a time or whether it's, you know, pointing to this triathlon down the road that you're trying to have to prep for. I'm really, really impressed. And I think a lot of people can take a page out of your book and set those goals high and and try to achieve them. I appreciate that, Ben. So, um, Travis, this has been great. I've, I've loved having you on. It's great getting to know you. And. And, you know, I love to bike and I love to run. And so I feel like our paths have to cross at some point where we at least do a bike or a run together. I'm going to throw it out there that uh, you have a standing invitation to uh, come on up, bring the family, come up to uh, God's country and we'll get in a, a bike and run and maybe a swim as well this summer. That would be fantastic. Travis, this has been great. Thanks again for joining us Thank on the uh, Community of Principles podcast. And as you're listening to this episode, Send out, send out a quick shout to our uh, Upper Peninsula representative, Dr. Travis Smith. Keep doing great things at Cherry Creek. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemspaChat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.